Aftershark MMA Show. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! All right, everybody, I'm back on the show, and today we got a very special guest, uh, MMA journalist, Matthew Souser. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Mark? Good, good, good. Now, Matthew, you're also the editor-in-chief, uh, editor for uh, uh, MMA Freak, right, dot com? I think I said Yeah, the senior editor. Senior editor. So how's that going? How'd you get into that? Uh, well, um, uh, do you want the long story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a short story. <laughs> okay, so short story. Um, I got out of call. Uh, I graduated from college in 2011 from uh, Missouri Baptist University, Go Spartans. And um, so I wasn't. Um, I thought I went for education, but then realized I didn't have the temperament for it. So I just spent four years getting a degree for something that I ultimately realized I, I wasn't cut out for. So I was kind of just waffling around trying to figure out what to do. And um, coming off of, uh, I'd actually, with some family members, um, tried to get involved in a small business, which, <laughs> which took the whole summer of like 2013, and it didn't work out. But right at the end of this, I was uh, looking online like I had for so many things, and um, I found a... Uh, advertisement for uh, MMA Freak to come and uh, and write for them. Well, I looked I um I looked at some of the the what's it called, the requirements and I was just like, well, I don't meet these, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, what the heck? I'm just gonna I sent the message rep- uh, applied anyways. And um, I uh, and Gabriel Keith is uh, one of the founders, and uh, to this day, he's still officially the editor-in-chief, even though he isn't um, involved a whole lot. Um, but he said, you know, I like your resume, and I'd like to ask you to come on board. So um, at that point, I started writing, and about a year later, that's when he started transitioning away. Um, he was getting involved in some other personal projects, and... Um, he turned uh he named me the senior editor and that's essentially the job i've had ever since then and um i've brought people on board they've left uh we've had some highs and lows with the with the site but uh we're we're still going and um we've been going a lot longer than some sites that i've written for mma freak's not the only site it's the first and it's the longest but it's not the only site that I've written for. I've written for a few other sites and some of them 
Some of them came and went, and then some of them uh, don't even cover MMA anymore. Like, um, I've written for this, I write, wrote for this site called What Culture, which is a, a UK-based site, but they cover a lot of stuff. And um, uh, they don't even cover MMA anymore. So Interesting. it's just some of the stuff that I've done. And then I, I think when I was on your website, I noticed that, are you involved with the pop podcast, like Sitting Ringside or Beyond the Cage at all? Or uh, those, those, are, those were sites that were, those were podcasts that I think at one point we were affiliated with. I haven't oh. appeared on any of those. I think Gabe may have appeared on it and maybe our former podcasters ben mcphee or tiger taylor maybe appeared on it maybe some people probably did appear on it but um we still do kind of keep those links just as a sign of our affiliation with them but um i personally haven't interacted with them okay wow that's cool now just curious like how like is that how does that website generate like revenue for you guys? Is it just like through advertisements? Like you sell advertising or? Uh, we have sold advertising in the past. Um, you know, ultimately this is my hobby. Um, I haven't made a whole lot from it. It's, you know, I have a day job, but okay. um, which has, I should note, has in and of itself also varied over time. But um, ultimately this is my hobby. Um, the uh, one of the co-founders, um, Justin Horner, he's got his own business, so okay. that's and he's the one who usually pays for the upkeep. Okay. Um, but yeah, we make uh, we have sold advertising in the past. Um, we're open for any advertising right now. We don't we don't really have any sponsors per se. We've okay. had some Google AdSense, but um, you never know. Uh, After this airs, you may get some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now do you guys like uh like affiliate yourselves with any particular mma fighters in particular um, or like either on the amateur or professional circuit or uh you know an interesting thing before ashley yoder actually went into the ultimate fighter we actually got an interview with her back when she was an up-and-comer on the regional circuit with team quest Mm-hmm. So we've we've gotten some interview. We've definitely got some interviews on um, uh, some fighters before okay. they made. I, mean, I think we talked about to Tom Galeccio also before he went on to the Ultimate Fighter. Okay. So we've talked to some people. Um, I actually am a longtime acquaintance with Tatiana Suarez since before she was even in the Ultimate Fighter. We actually were acquaintances. So here was the thing. Uh, so. Um, I'm currently living in Central California, but I have primary, most of my life I was based in Southern California. Oh, okay. Tatiana Suarez, who I knew as Tatiana Padilla at the time, uh, was a wrestler for Northview. I was wrestling for Villa Park. Um, I think she was a year or two below me, but either way, um, you know, I knew about her. Um, I'm not sure she knew about me until we coincidentally both ended up in the Midwest because um, I went to Missouri Baptist University to wrestle and she went to Lindenwood. Lindenwood at the, our time was our crosstown rivals. Uh, oh, okay. Lindenwood's moved up from NAI to D, uh, NCAA Division II, so we don't interact as much. But 
that's just an um but yeah i've interacted with her multiple times before um haven't actually gotten an interview with her just yet as a ufc fighter but we've we've talked on and off so okay um, that's pretty interesting yeah. now what's your take on the khabib and uh ferguson fight do you think that ufc 249 is actually going to happen or what are your thoughts on that um it's very possible it could happen whether they're going to make it like the main event an interim title fight or not i got no idea so here's what I use as justification for why I think it will happen. So even though there's regulation involved and we don't, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of commissions regulating MMA right now, the WWE in Florida is hosting these, their Raw, SmackDown, NXT tapings all at the, uh, all at their, their in-house performance center where you know they do all their their up and come their developmental training and then on top of that they're planning on doing wrestlemania there so i think it's very i it's i think it can be done i think it's doable i think doing closed doors event is is doable i like the original idea of them doing it everything at the ufc apex but then of that's course, that's what i thought they were going to do yeah but then the nevada state athletic commission said oh well we're we're shutting stuff down completely it's just like really you can't spare a few personnel to to run events at the um at the ufc apex it's, it's like it's you just need this essential personnel there's nothing going on right now yeah like we're we're at a literal standstill and yeah. um, i'm I'm already, because, you know, we already have, um, at MMA Freak, we have, um, you know, yearly awards. One of our categories is is moments. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably going to be the moment, like COVID-19 is probably going to be the, the moment of, uh, of 2020 when yeah. the world just came to a standstill. Yeah, I know. I think it could happen, um, but... You know, Khabib's been saying he, you know, he's stuck in Dagestan. It's like, well, first of all, why do you go back to Dagestan in the first place? Well, this is what I heard. It's like, dude, you knew this, all this was happening. You knew you were still fighting. So why are you going back home? Well, supposedly he went to Abu Dhabi because he thought the fight was going to be there. And I don't know how he ended up in I don't know why he went from there to home, but. Yeah, that's supposedly. It was one of the plans, but um, because they were scouting it, but then UAE decided, yeah, not to. So it's like, okay, why aren't you gonna fly back to? Because he trains out of American Kickboxing Academy. So yeah. it's just like, okay, why wouldn't you fly back there? It's like, why wouldn't? It's like, you know, there is still some travel, not a whole lot, but there's still some travel. It's like, why wouldn't you just fly back to where you're training? Just keep training, and you know, the the fight happens. The fight happens. I do think there's going to be some commission that will that will allow a closed door event. I, yeah. I do. It's UFC. I do think it's going to happen. It's just, but obviously. You think it's going to happen on the 18th? Do you think it's going to be delayed? Um, it's still possible that it could happen. I mean, we've had this deadline that's been pushed back a little bit, but I I do think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of where and who's going to be on the fight card because. Yeah, you know, I I think it's like I really do think Khabib should should just fight. It's because you know they're allowing private flights out of Russia. It's like just do all the regulations. It's like you can go out just fine. Yeah, 
we'll we'll see how it happens. We'll you see know, what Khabib, happens. Yeah. Khabib's, Khabib's this rather interesting. He he he's an enigma. He, he's he's this. You know, he's he's this rather interesting guy. It's like you know, it's like before that, and it, it, he's. He's inter- uh, well, It's like interesting is the best per- way I could describe his personality. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll just yeah. it, it might happen, it might not happen. Without Khabib, it might just not happen altogether. We'll just have to see because Bellator did cancel. You know, a lot of them canceled their events through to June. So yeah. we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I would hope that by June this will have blown over and we'll have a little bit more control of the situation. Keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm going nuts being stuck in a house. I've been, I haven't gone out of the house except for like maybe twice to get food. I'm going to be honest. One of the unique ways that I found out uh, an excuse to get out of the house is I will occasionally go um, Instacarting. What the hell? What's that? Instacart, that's one of those, that's that grocery delivery service where you go around and pick pick deliveries and then, and then uh, deliver it to people's houses. Oh, okay. I never heard of that. Which I, I did do grocery delivery for about five years at Bonds, but I was specifically only a picker. I did not actually deliver the groceries unless they were a pickup order. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I was fam- I'm familiar with that. I've kind of been doing that. And then also I've been going for walks and uh, on occasion I've actually gone to some local businesses to patronize them and just like, you know, I'm going to go buy something and then I'll go out because, you know, the restaurants are still serving. It's just that they're yeah. not really be serving. Uh, you know, it's, it's like you go in, you get your stuff, you get out. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, John Jones' his recent arrest? Uh, John Jones, it's, oh my gosh, um, it's like, I'm, I'm genuinely like, how hard is it to not get in trouble? How, how, how is, is that difficult? Is that, is that really so difficult? Like, like, how hard is it to really not get in trouble? And, you know, the fact that he was able to pull that kind of a plea deal now of no, I was reading into it. I think part of the plea deal, I like, I think it was reading it with it with uh, TMZ but um supposedly part of that plea deal includes he has to go to rehab so I you know he actually tried going to rehab before and then came out early saying oh I don't need any help it's like clearly you need help (laughs) clearly you need help so yeah it's just I just don't know why he keeps getting in trouble it's like he doesn't really have an excuse like dude you've got a wife uh i don't know if if she's still his girlfriend or if they're actually engaged or they're married but it's like you've got you've got a woman and kids at home yeah you 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 need it's like first of all what kind of an example this happens multiple times with people it's like what kind of example are you saying for your kids yeah exactly and not to mention let's remember he's in his 30s He's my age. I know I don't look thir- in, to be in my 30s, but he's in yeah, his you don't 30s. Look it. <laughs> it's like, dude, you should. this is not what you should be doing. You've got a wife and kids at home. I was actually reading this interview. Uh, I actually watched the, an interview with Ariel Hawani and um, Daniel Cormier. And Cormier was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm home with my kids. It's like, he, it's like, 
it, the, like a perfect, and he's just like, I don't, I don't, it's like, I'm not pre, uh, happy with this guy's going down like this. It's like, I don't, it's like, he's a rival, but I'm not, it's like, I don't relish this. Yeah. Which just goes to show what kind of a man Daniel Cormier is. It's like, he's a family man. He's spending time with his, his wife and his kids. But that may also have to do with the fact that, remember, Daniel Cormier did lose, he lost a daughter. It's like nothing's worse for a man than losing a child. So yeah. it's like that may give. Well, he wasn't a bad guy to begin with, so it may that may have brought, brought a different perspective. But still, it's like John Jones. It's just like, dude, you need to get it together. It's like, and this rehab. I really hope he does take advantage of this rehab because, like, dude, you've got a problem. You've clearly got a problem. Yeah. So. You think that he's, he's getting aye, in the boot or what? Yeah, and and that's another thing. So, um, we actually these are the notes that I've been working on. We actually um just um, and I'm putting the fine finishing touches on it. So you've got the exclusive on this. I'm working on the finishing touches for our uh, decades award. So we, yeah, and uh, John Jones was voted the fire of the decade. <laughs> and it's just it's like this happened despite him just going nuts constantly so but if you really think about it he is the only elite fighter who's been on top of it's like maybe it's possible that if he fought more someone may have actually found a way through his his you know game but he's yeah. been the only fighter in this past decade who's truly gone undefeated who's been at the top of the game the only reason why he quote unquote lost the title is because of external factors. So yeah. it's like he's just this incredibly talented guy, and for and it's like something up there just makes him want to get in trouble constantly. It's like <laughs> what war? It's like what about being on top? It's like there's ways to blow off steam. It's like it's understandable. It's like it's you know. It's like you're constantly being pursued. Okay, find another way to blow steam. It's like go painting. Like I paint, but it's like it's like it's like find some Bob Ross, throw some paint on a canvas. It's like watch TV. It's like play with your kid. Do something other than get in trouble. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's crazy. Maybe he's bored or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He, yeah, okay, yeah, let's, let's. <laughs> and then I also noticed on the uh, your MMA Freak website, did you guys rank, rank the fighters? Like, how do you guys come up with your ranking system? I think that's your unique ranking system, correct? Um, so the ranking system is, um, recently we've actually been um, allowing fans to vote on the ranking okay. system. But the main, the main factor of the ranking system has been that we voted as a, um, we, uh, as a uh, um, the, the staff votes uh, cast the votes and tallies the votes based on um, like giving X number of points and then that's how we typically do the rankings um, which actually from my understanding is how well as I recall like reading earliest with like Yahoo Sports or something like that maybe it was MMA Junkie but that's how a lot of other um uh, outlets do their um, rankings as they do a total tally. Like that's even how the UFC rankings are done. They have like a whole bunch of 
MMA journalists who submit their their, uh, their rankings, and that's how the, the oh uh, okay really yeah that's that's yeah that's typically how most news outlets uh, do their their rankings at least in MMA is that they they have the staff uh, vote and then the it's the averages are how the the rankings are determined. Right. So how are you what are you guys writing like what are you guys writing about now or are you thinking of be writing about if there's no fights going on? Um, well, so here's what I've been doing. So around the world of MMA, that's like my weekly column. Okay. Um, I've been scraping the bottom of the barrel in finding fights that are actually happened. Because believe it or not, in places like the far-flung, like, Eastern Europe and stuff like that, there's actually still fights happening. So I oh, like okay. go on Sheer Dog and Tapology and I'm, you know, letting people know there's still fights happening. Oh, okay. It's like they're, they're showing all these people who would be unknown to the, you know, American uh, MMA scene, but, you know, there's still fights happening. And then I'm finding myself, because around the world MMA, there's, it, there's like three sections that I typically have. It's like news or reviews, previews, and news. And I feel, and I see myself putting out a lot more news um, just to have something to talk about. That's mm -hmm. how I've been keeping busy. And then I still do, um, I still do my fight of the week awards, but I'm, of course, like I said, I'm finding myself um, not talk, being able to talk about a whole lot because mm -hmm. you know, I'm, there's just not a whole lot to talk about. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where we are right now. Now, do you still, because you said you wrestled in, I guess, high school and college, do you still train some form of martial arts now, or? Well, not now, because of the coronavirus. Like, I'm not even training, dude. <laughs> um, I've been, uh, the past few years, I've kind of been, well, between um, my, my day job, I just haven't had a whole lot of time, but I've been uh, thinking about getting back into it, because um, I'm... Uh, I moved to the Central Valley, moved to Lemoore, and I'm not that far from uh, uh, West Hills is the local uh, community college with wrestling. I'm like a five-minute drive, so I'm thinking about maybe getting a hold of the coach there, seeing if I can um, talk with someone there, uh, talk to him about, you know, helping out and rolling uh, around on the mat with the guys once once we actually can start rolling around on the mat. Um I don't know if there's any MMA gyms around. Uh, well, there's got to be because, um, you know, Lamore, yeah, that's where the Kachi Palace is. So there's yeah. there's got to be some MMA gyms around. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't been looking in depth. Okay. Yeah. So do you have your own podcast or? You know, other? I'd say that the fire of the week is maybe the closest thing to the uh, podcast we have right now. We've had a few podcasts over – and I've been involved with a few podcasts over the, the life of the site. We had, I think what was just called MMA Freak Radio at the time, which was uh, hosted with Ben and Tiger. But then they um, um, they went and kind of did their own stuff. Um, we had something called a Freak Cast when I brought in uh, uh, Edson Valdezuela, who I actually met because in order to improve my journalism skills, I actually went to Santa Ana College and took a few journalism classes there. And that's where I met Edson and I brought him on and he was a tremendous contributor to the site for a while. Um, and, but then he went off and kind of started doing his own stuff. But then he started his own podcast called fight 
the podcast. And I was involved for that a little bit, but then because of some stuff that he had going on in life, he kind of, um, uh, he, he put that on the shelf as well. Um, so I think the closest thing we have is my fire of the week, um, segment, which I mainly put on YouTube. Um, okay. Like I said, I just haven't had a whole lot of time to talk about stuff because there just hasn't been a lot going on. And what's the name of the YouTube channel? Is that MMA Freaks or is Uh, it named after you or? MMA Freak. Um, I do have my own, I do have my own channel. I do, um, as another hobby, I do my own YouTube channel, but, um, uh, uh, MMA Freak is the um, is our YouTube channel. Okay, okay. Now, what other um, you still write for other online news outlets or other than MMA or? Um, right now I'm just working on uh, MMA Freak. Um, I'm s- somewhat associated with this uh, site called um, what was it? uh hash i think it's called the hashtag show i'm somewhat affiliated with them so if i wanted to i could um do some um other articles for them they have a little bit more of a uh, varied lineup but i haven't um right and my primary focus is my freak right now okay okay now if khabib getting back to the, the ufc 249 if khabib let's say they have the event and khabib is out who do you think is going to fight Ferguson? Do you think it's going to be Ganji? Well, let's uh, yeah, said that it seeing, be him. Yeah, I've been seeing him as the main uh, main person, and Gaethje was talking about how he wants the next shot, and he'd be very upset if Connor leapfrogs him. Um, so, if there's anyone who's probably going to be a replacement, it'll probably be Gaethje. Um, Con. Connor's been brought up, but Connor's in lockdown in um, Ireland, so he's he's not he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Now, if Gangy were to fight Ferguson, who do you think would win that one? <sighs> that's that's a good one because Gacy always goes in there and brings it. It's like there's a reason why um, there's a reason why in this MMA Freak Awards he appears a few times in the fight of the decade contest or category, but, um, uh, El Kukui, Tony Ferguson is really, really funky. And he's on that, what is it like a 10 fight win streak or something like that? Mm-hmm. Some kind of crazy, like win streak right now. Um, it, I don't know. It's, it would be hard to say. I'd like to say just from the technical aspect, maybe being Ferguson because, they're both, you know, we're talking about two, um, uh, we're talking about two fighters who are primarily stand-up fighters, but do have a ground game. Whereas with Ferg, you know, if, if Khabib, you know, Khabib is definitely a, a, a wrestler. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's a wrestler. Um, so, you know, if you just look at all of his fights, they go to the ground. So... <laughs> Um, I'd like to say that if there's anywhere that it's going to go, it's probably going to be to, um, it, it, I'd have to say if it's Gate, 
Gaethy versus uh, Ferguson, I'd say I'd say Ferguson, but I wouldn't be surprised if Gaethy uh, won either because, like I said, he goes in there and he's just he, – it, Now, it's like, if Khabib is able to make it, who do you think will win, Khabib or Ferguson? I'd say Khabib. Okay. It's just, yeah, his, yeah. his ground – it's like you have yet to see someone who can stop his ground game. The only person who could stop his ground game would be another wrestler. And realistically, there isn't anyone in the light division, lightweight division who's, who's at that caliber. So if, yeah. if anyone is if, – if, if Khabib shows up, it's, it's Khabib. Yeah. And if, but if, uh, if they throw in a um, substitute with uh, – I, I it's regardless of who it is, I'd I'd say probably Ferguson. Um, but it also depends on who he goes against because you know as we've learned in any MMA, anyone can win on any given day. So Yeah, that's true, that's true. Now got two more questions for you. Uh first one is who's your favorite MMA fighter? And two, who do you think is the greatest of all time MMA fighter? Overall, doesn't you know? Doesn't have to be per weight division. Uh, um. Well, let's see. My favorite MMA fighter historically it was Randy Couture. So, um, but um, active right now is it would be Demetrius Johnson. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's well, because he's, you know, it's like, even though he, his highlight reel in, you know, it's like you look at the number of fights that he's fought and, you know, the, the number of title fights, even though it went the distance a whole lot. It's like the guy always went in there and delivered. And I think it was very premature of the UFC to, um, especially oh, given Heinz, even at the time, I think it was a little premature for them to do the trade with one FC. Yeah, yeah. I still don't understand why they did that. I yeah, still, and, then, and then they got the Ben Askren, and he's out. He's retired now. Yeah, Ben Askren went one and two, and that first one was a controversial finish. And then, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that 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 flying KO. You know, it's yeah. like I, I looked at the replay of that, and I was just like, like Ben, you were an Olympic-level wrestler. You were a multiple-time NCAA division champion, and you did – the one thing that we are taught as wrestlers not to do, which is he he saw him Jorge coming in and he put his head down. It's like it's like you're 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 supposed to keep eye contact. You're supposed to be looking at your opponent the whole time. He put his head down, and that's where why he didn't see the knee. It's because he took his eyes off his opponent. The one ba- most basic mistake. Yeah. In re- and he did it in a fight, and it cost him his undefeated career. I know, I know, I know. Wow. So, you if know, anybody, an <laughs> you know, an interesting thing. Sorry, um, yeah. that was actually um, that, and the the Valentina Jessica I knockout were actually um, last year were um, front runners for the uh, MMA Freak Knockout of the Year. It ended up going up to Jorge, but we did, like I said, um, I just, um, we just did the, um, the MMA Decades, award, 2010 Decade Award, and um, 
the winner, uh, it was again close between, uh, you know, the Valentina IKO and the, the Masvidal uh, Aspirin KO, but this time it was actually Valentina that came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you just think about you just think about that KO. It's like she she was setting it up, and then you know Jessica thought that it was going for the liver, and it put put yeah. her yeah. put her out. Valentina was ready right? to follow up, and then she realized, oh, she's just out, so she just ran over. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're still. But, but, but yeah, out. just just watching that fight, I was just like. At first, when uh, you know Masvidal ran out, my thought was, "Oh, Ben's just going to pick him up and slam him." But no, Ben, you know, Ben went down on his, you know, got knocked down. I was just thinking, and then like I was at first, I was like, "What happened?" But then, yeah, I look at the replay. I was like, "Oh my gosh, the one thing you're not supposed to do in wrestling, you did in an MMA fight and cost you the match." Exactly. exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, we're running out of time here, buddy. But anyway, so if anybody who's watching the show and, and is listening to it when it's in its podcast format, if they had, if they had to get in touch with you, how? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, I I reply to Twitter uh, pretty easily. So if it, you know, if it, you know, DM me or uh, put me out on on Twitter. But yeah, that's um, that's the easiest way to get me, uh, get a hold of me personally. Uh, you could you could put um. You could try replying to some of the MMA stuff, but oh yeah, you also asked me who the greatest fighter of all time was. Um, I'd say that's a toss-up between uh, the Last Emperor and uh, Fedora Malinenko and Anderson Silva. Um, of course, uh, both of them have kind of gone a little downhill since then. Um, John Jones, I'd say, definitely still has the potential to be the greatest. Yeah, I don't think he's quite there yet because, like yeah. I said, he's out of ring antics have been a bit of a problem yeah what's your what's your uh twitter handle um at matthew salzer is my personal twitter handle uh at emma freakout is also our um is the website twitter handle um and uh matthew at matthew salzer is also my uh my instagram so okay and then like i said for my um Like I said, my personal, it's like if someone wants to see anything not MMA-related, Matthew's okay. my my YouTube channel where I put okay. a variety of stuff out. All right, cool. All right, Matt, it was great having you on the show. Uh, all right, Thanks everybody, we'll be back. Oh, don't forget to check out hit the website. It's MMA-Freak.com. Right, because right. at the time, I think, MMA Freak was not available, so they had put the dash in there. I don't know if it's still not available, but that's cool. All right, everybody, we'll be back after this short break. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival 
was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe. But not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series. Now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. It's Mark, M A R C underscore Retorto. R I T O R T O. Keep up to date and follow us. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com Do you need a website for your business? Well, you can use HostGator.com to get your website up and running fast and easy. And with the Mark the Shark MMA Show promo code, you can save 60% on your web hosting costs. Again, the code is Mark the Shark MMA Show. Use it and save money with HostGator.com. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k 
And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you. <laughs>